Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The British Open continues. They're playing at Royal St. George's this week. And Colin Morikawa, the United States product, Stanford product, has a three-shot lead right now as they play this morning session, afternoon session, in Great Britain. And joining us right now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line is our friend and former PGA pro, Jay Delsing. Good to have you with us, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well, guys. Good morning. Don't you love having the British Open on, Randy? You can wake up and it's you know you got four hours of golf under your belt already at you know seven in the morning. It's just great. It's fantastic. And what one of the things I love about this tournament is that people can come out of nowhere. We all know Morikawa, but the group that is at six under behind him includes Jordan Spieth, who we all know, Emiliano Grio, Daniel Von Tonder, and Marcel Siem. People come out of nowhere in the British Open. They they really do, Randy. And you guys, the thing that is so interesting about this event, besides the golf courses, you know, are just they look like a, a just a field that people <laughs> stuck some holes in. Is the uh, the weather can change so dramatically and just make it hell. And so it's really really interesting to see what's going to happen. Jay, heading into this, who was your favorite? So I picked Louis Oosthuizen uh, just because I um, I always overlook him, <laughs> and uh, when I I had picked John Rahm to win the U.S. Open and and hit on that, I, I got so much attention from some of my friends and some fellow podcasters that I I just said I'm going with somebody like Louis because his swing just he, he's so good and he kind of flies under the radar all the time. So I just thought I'd try him. We're looking at an overhead shot right now, and the amazing thing about these courses is no trees. How do you like that? It's it's well, it's weird, right? When you haven't played a course, uh, you guys, some of the sight lines and 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 so many of the blind tee shots and 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 second shots are really unsettling because you're not exactly sure where the hell to go. And the difference about St. George's compared to say. St. Andrews and some of the other golf courses over there, some of the other courses, the ball really needs to be played along the ground. But at St. George's, you'll see, you can't play it along the ground because there's gigantic mounds that you're hitting over it and you don't really know where you're going. So it's one of the few British open golf courses where the ball has to be played in the air. And that's usually a favorable sign for the, for the U.S. player. Well, Bryson DeChambeau, Jay, was pretty frustrated by his one over 71 in the first round. He lashed out at Cobra, which is his club manufacturer. He said that the driver sucks. Now, Cobra has come out and made a statement after this. But what did you make of Bryson DeChambeau blaming his club? You know what, Michelle? He's he's must-watch TV for me because he's doing everything so differently, and he's doing all this stuff that we've never seen before. But to blame the, the driver, I mean, come on. I mean, 
This is a guy that's like the mad scientist, you guys, and he is in the weeds on all of this stuff. He's also the guy that when he the night before he won uh, the the final round of the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, he was changing the, the head of his driver in and out. This guy knows all about this stuff. There's no way that some driver uh, this driver has malfunctioned or didn't perform well. He didn't perform well. That's the way I take it. Jay, you just ruined my game. I, <laughs> I, I blame the clubs all the time. Me too, every time. <laughs> Randy, I was just on the range yesterday, changing the you know changing the head of my three wood. Like it can't be me. It's got to be the head of my three wood. And then I changed it, and I still hit it crappy. I'm like, ah, I guess it's me. <laughs> Jay, uh, a lot of talk about the Ryder Cup leading up to this British Open, and specifically, we've talked for the last couple of weeks about the feud between uh, Brooks and Bryson. And do you think just for fun, Steve Stricker should put those two together? Both of them said it wouldn't be a problem if they were paired at the Ryder Cup. Would that draw interest and viewers and eyeballs to the stand, to the Ryder Cup, you think? Oh, I do. I, I think anything these guys uh, uh, do would be uh, uh, would draw a lot of attention. Plus, I, I, I just think the way Bryson's going about you know, his career is he's taken such risks. You guys, there's no guarantee that gaining all this weight was going to work, that, that, that gaining all this speed and changing his body and all this stuff was going to work. And I, I, I all I care about with the Ryder cup, honestly, is that the red, white, and blue wins. I, I just feel so strongly about that. And if, if it'll work, I don't, Steve Stricker is such a solid guy. I don't know. I don't know what he would do, but I can tell you this. He will get those guys in a room and say, whatever it is you guys have going on, uh, work it out for this week. And then if you want to pick this you know, nonsense back up afterwards, fine. But you guys are going to be in the room of 12 you know, of us all pushing and pulling in the same direction. Let's get this thing figured out. Do you think the beef is good for golf, though, Jay? Because I think a lot of sports fans who might not be super locked into golf have seen something, at least on social media, about Bryson and Brooks and the feud. It seems like every week there's a different storyline about these two. And I wonder if you think it's good for golf or you think if it continues to persist that it's taking away headlines from the actual sport. You know, Michelle, I think it's more fun than anything. And if as long as it's looked at in that sort of light, I think it'd be great. I mean, what would be better than these two paired in the last group this week and let their games do some of the talking, right? Let's see who wins going head to head, like an old duel, like a, you know, a, a, a Tom and Jack sort of duel that they had at Turnberry or something like that. I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? I, I don't think it's bad for the game as long as they, I, I, I listen to Bryson's comments. Brooks is Brooks. He's like, I'm going to just keep this thing going and take my shots where I feel like it. And Bryson's kind of seems uninterested to me. So I, I don't think it's I don't think it's really bad for the game as long as it just they don't cross a bunch of lines. Do you see Jordan? And we've asked this question earlier in the year, but I still want to know what you think because this is the last major of the season now. Because of what's happened this season, do you see Jordan Spieth winning another major? Oh boy, Randy! I think if you'd asked me that question a year ago, I'd have said no way at all. But he's really regained his game, and and I think I was wondering what these weather conditions were going to be like because Jordan Spieth is the best wind player that the Americans have that we have growing up in Texas, and he is very seasoned to play in those those really dicey conditions. But 
that's not happened so far. It looks like at least for the first two days, it's it's going to uh, be okay and 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 be pretty tame. I do see. I do think he can win another major. I do think he will win another major. He's going through a different stage in his life now, guys. As well, he's getting married. He's been married now. You know, he's going to start a family soon. Things like that. So, I, I think. Um, I think his, there's still a lot of really good golf that, that Jordan's going to play. And at six under now, he holds and seven under. He just birdied. He holds the record for a career of being farthest under par, lowest career score to par at the Open. He and Tiger Woods at the beginning of the day were tied at 26 under for their careers there, and now Spieth is at 20. 20- nine under for his career at the British Open. That's saying a lot with, with all the players that have played there. It, oh, hell, it's saying a lot, an awful lot. Anytime you're in the same category as Tiger Woods, I mean, that's amazing. But think about this. Think how, how many uh, less events Jordan's played than Tiger. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tiger's had a, a career of over 20 years. Speed's not even... Not even not even halfway there. So that that's a tribute to uh, to to Spieth and his game and growing up in Texas. And you know what else, you guys? When you putt like Jordan does, it it, it cures a lot of ills. I mean, it cures a lot of ills. This guy makes more thirty foot putts than anybody on tour, and he has ever since he's been out. Jay, what do you have coming up on your show on Sunday? You know what? We had Ricky and Kill last Sunday, and this week we just have uh, Pearly and I just talking a bunch of golf and and talking about how to help people with their games. It's just going to be a kind of a ramble session, just well, John and I. A lot of us need help with our games. I want to ask you one other thing. Do you, do you think there's any chance, and I know that golf does not want to compete with the NFL by having their championship take place in September. That's why they've moved the PGA from August to May. But I'm kind of bummed out that the major season is over in July now. Do you think there's any chance that this will switch back to the way it was, or do you think this is a permanent switch? I think it's permanent, Randy, but you and I are so alike, man. I hate the fact that the majors are over in July. You know, I always like that uh, uh, that that PGA being in in, uh, in August. It just seemed, it, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm old and I'm a creature of habit, I just, you know, like that, but there's still going to be some great golf this fall. We've got the Ryder Cup. As you mentioned, we've got um, the end of the year, the uh, Tour Championship and the playoffs. But having that major just always, I don't know, it just always seemed like it just fit really well on the calendar. Jay, great to have you with us. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. And by the way, Michelle was out last week, and you filled in on Friday, and you were terrific. Thank you very much for doing that, and we'll have to do that again sometime. Oh, I had a ball being with you. Thanks for dragging me along, Randy and Michelle. Your job is safe with me in your seat over there. You got nothing at all to worry about. Oh, Jay, you did a great job. And thank you again for taking the time out of your morning to fill in for me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we had a, we had a blast. I only screwed up the fight a couple of times, Michelle, <laughs> and I screwed up. A, you know, anytime I talk, I, I, I just put my size 13 right in my mouth. It was perfect. <laughs> hey, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. See you. Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. 
and Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.